Welcome to the Tej Talks podcast. Forget the property celebrities. We speak to relatable people with fascinating journeys, just like you. Hosted by Tej Singh, we bring you new stories, life-changing deals, and expert advice every week. Welcome everyone to the Tej Talks podcast. Now I'm sitting here and I was using my bank account tied to pay someone. And I just thought, hold on a minute, this isn't the best experience. Um, and, you know, startups and, and companies and even us, we should focus on our user experience or for us, our tenant experience, perhaps. Um, you know, they call it UX or, or I call it TX for tenant experience. Uh, and I thought, hold on a minute, this is not as good as Starling, another bank that I use. And I thought, you know what, a really commonly asked question, I, I do cover this in my book briefly, is, I do have a book, by the way, uh, The Test Talks Guide to Property Investing, it's on Amazon, 200 plus five-star reviews, check it out. And a real common question that gets asked on every Facebook group, at least once a week, because people don't use the search function, is what business bank account should I use for property? So, I'm going to talk to you through the ones I use, the ones I've used before, and what I like and don't like about them. So, um, I use Tide and I use Starling. So, both challenger banks, I don't know if they're startups anymore, but you could call them startups. You know, they're in that London tech scene. They're all cool and shit. Um, and, you know, especially Starling and, you know, they have good company cultures. Um, I, I can't mention Monzo because they don't give bank accounts to property investors for whatever reason, haven't got whatever yet. But as soon as Monzo comes in, I will dump everyone. I will drop them like a bad habit and I will go straight to Monzo. That's a promise. Yeah, because Monzo is incredible. There's literally nothing I don't like about Monzo for my personal account. And their card is bright coral. I mean, that's just a bit of me, isn't it? But yeah, everyone's getting dropped for Monzo straight away. I have no loyalty. Like Everyone's getting dropped. Um, But yeah, they don't do it for our type of business yet. So if you have another type of business, I just recommend Monzo straight away. I haven't even used it, but I would. That's how much I'm loyal to the brand. And I know their company culture is really good um, from meeting various people there and being on panels with their chief, what was it, chief people officer, something like that. All these fun titles and startups. Anyways, let's talk about banks. So um, I've previously used uh, Santander. I've previously used HSBC. Um, Just trash. It's sort of my my sort of general feedback for them. I mean, look, they're high street banks, so you feel safe with them. And, you know, oh, yeah, it's good to always have a high street bank account and blah, blah, whatever. If you believe in that, then go for Santander. I just think it's nicer and easier. Um, HSBC, actually, you know what? HSBC have recently updated their user interface. So it, they're kind of on par with each other, I suppose. In terms of customer service, both useless. Uh, I found Santander to be slightly better. Um you know, all banks are corrupt and do bad stuff, but HSBC did money launder um, South American terror, narco-terrorist money and they admitted to it. But look, I'm sure Santander did equally bad stuff at some point in time. But anyways, um, you can research that yourself. For me, the interface of these two banks is still not really aligned with these kind of challenger banks. Um, yes, you know, when the bounce back loans came out, you know, people with these banks had a much easier time getting them. And they they got them first. So arguably, there's an argument to keep one of these high street banks, even if you don't use the account, maybe just every now and then move a bit of money through it, whatever. But just to keep it for that kind of thing, 
Um, you know, because the next pandemic is going to happen, you know, the way we keep destroying the environment and getting closer and closer to, to animals, etc. So who knows when you might need that kind of support. Um, you know, hopefully that kind of thing becomes less and less common, you know, as, as these dinosaur governments understand that these, you know, challenger banks are banks and some of them have banking licenses. Um, so yeah, if you're kind of old school, you need to feel secure. You know, I've used HSB and Santander. Those are my kind of, yeah. I don't have those accounts anymore. I think I have a Santander personal account. Just like a th- it just sits there, you know. It is what it is. Can't remember the last time I logged in. Now, there are a huge range of startup banks. Now, uh, I'm going to kind of Google right now Challenger Banks because you've got Revolut, you have Starling, you have Tide. Uh, you have Monzo Business, if, if you can get it. You have Anna, um, Cash Plus. I don't know if it's a startup, but, you know, you've got various little companies that kind of offer different things. Like some of them offer, um, you know, free accounting software integrated and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, there is a lot to choose from. I think you've got Atom Bank, uh, started by the former chairman of Metro Bank um, and the former CEO of First Direct. I quite like First Direct. The HSBC's nicer sort of arm i don't know but their customer service is incredible um you have got tandem bank which i i don't know if it's still around i remember there was something in the news about it um and then you've got like revolut monice i think that's how you say it um nimble you've got loads of options right i think starling and monzo and revolut are the biggest by user base and kind of reputation perhaps um some of these are not banks they are, they have e-money licenses, um, and some of them are protected under the. It, essentially, they don't have FSCS protection necessarily, but they have it kind of ring fenced and indirectly through their parent company. Sometimes, that's something to check. Now, I know Tide Bank does have their money protected in a certain way, but it's something you need to check. You know, when you're looking at these bank accounts, do you have that protection? It's only up to eighty-five thousand um, pounds, but you know, rather be protected than not, you know, and I, and I'll definitely choose that protection over a nice interface, you know, um, which is maybe why I've avoided certain banks, but just double, double check that, um, that they have that protection for you. Cause that, you know, that, that will be important. Well, hopefully not, but it could be important at some point. So there's a huge, huge range. Um, why did I pick Tide? Um, I think when I first picked Tide, there weren't that many others available. <laughs> So it's kind of like a default, like, oh, let's just pick Tide. It was. It does have fees, by the way. I mean, I don't know what it works out as a percentage, but I pay like oh, 60p, maybe £2 a month. I think it's based off your transaction. So any rental accounts, obviously you've got lots of money coming in, a few bits kind of going out, or your mortgages. So you pay, you know, whatever the percent is. It is negligible. It isn't noticeable, but it is not free. That's the first thing, right? It's not free. Tide has a really nice interface. I'm just going to log in now. Um, I mean, their login is just, yeah, yeah. Basically, Tide is a bit of a... Tide is lemonade and Starling is champagne. Um, that's the difference. But, you know, it's kind of good looking lemonade and it kind of tastes good. And it's, you know what I mean? Um, Tide has a really nice interface. The way you can categorize transactions, the way it's got this kind of timeline, you know, your main thing is this timeline. 
And obviously, if you've got different accounts within it or different businesses, they're all quite easy. Um, their support is really good, to be fair to them. They get back pretty quickly and they sort things out. Um, you know, their interface could look slicker, you know, like it absolutely could, but it does the job and it's basic and it's clear. Um, they have like extra functions, um, like you can get loans from them and you can, you know, have, you can import your receipts with, you know, which is pretty cool. Um, it does link to accountancy software. I use, uh, QuickBooks. It, it links with all of the main ones pretty much. Uh, you can also log in on your computer from pretty much most of these, um, startup banks, but they are, you know, predominantly done on your mobile phone. Um, Tide doesn't have two factor authorization login. I don't think. Um, let's have a look. Fingerprint. It has fingerprint or it has security code. Nothing else. It has open banking, which is quite useful when you have like things connected to it, but it doesn't have two-factor authorization, which may be a factor for you to consider. I don't think a lot of these banks do have that, but yeah, something to consider. Um, they do have statements. You can export them as a CSV or as a PDF. Um, one thing they don't do is partial statements. So say we're in, you know, I'm, I'm recording this Wednesday, 9th of June. The last statement is going to be basically the end of May. So what if an investor gave, and this is important, this is actually really vital. If an investor gave you funds yesterday and your agent's asking for proof of funds today, where are you getting that from? You ain't getting it from Tide. They will not, even if you ask, they will not give you a statement. It's, oh, your statement's in May. They will write you a letter and say, yes, Tej has a bank account with us and has had it for three years and the current balance is £123,000.79. You know, it's all official and letterheaded, but it's long. You have to ask them for it and it can take a day or a few hours or, you know, something. Um, You can't screenshot. Yeah, you might be able to take a photo of it from another phone, but you can't screenshot. So, um... You can't even just show like the agent, look, here's the money in the account. That is a problem. And I promise you, I have had that problem multiple times before where I had to get the letter. And of course it was last minute. I was like, oh crap, we need proof of funds. Even for the solicitors, you know, oh, we need proof of funds. Oops. Here's a couple day delay. Thanks a lot. Um, or like a day's delay. That's something to consider. I use Tide for my holding accounts. So for my limited companies that hold properties that hold all 12 of my assets, they are in, they are in Tide because the interface is so clear that I can just, you know, for a rental account, to be honest, for anything, the interface is super, super clear. Um, I like the colors they've used, the different category, you know, it, it really is designed with visual kind of people in mind. So I use that for the holding account. Um, because I don't need to necessarily proof funds. If I am buying a property in there to hold, then yeah, you know, there is that. I do have to then proof funds. But because I use Starling for my flips, which I'm doing a lot more now at the moment, I've got a current flip on in, in Bedfordshire, £44,000 profit. I've got podcasts on it. I've got Instagram videos on it. I've got YouTube videos on it. Go have a look. Um, also, it'll all be going on my e-learning as well. Once I'm done, all the projects, all the paperwork, you know, with that, with that Starling account, you can do partial statements like up to today which means, of course, proof of funds is an absolute doddle. Um, the thing is, actually, you may be able, I'm trying to think, you may be able to do custom statements. Let's have a look. So I'm going to do a custom statement from the 1st of June to the 9th of June. Okay, apply this filter. Mm, no. 
Um, I think what I can do, I think I can export it as a CSV. So I can, as an Excel file, I can export it as a, from custom days, but that's a spreadsheet and anyone can make that up. So, you know, no one's going to believe that really. It's not letterheaded or anything. So for me, Tide definitely wins on the interface, um, the support and kind of the price, but it definitely falls down in sophistication and partial statements. Um, they do have quite small limits of money you can move. So as soon as you get that account, increase the limits. I've had it before. Trying to buy a house, transfer in 100 grand. Nope, takes four days to transfer it. You know, it's security is fine, um, you know, but just be conscious of that. But look, I like Tide. Uh, I really do. I think they're getting better and better. Um, they definitely struggle to give bounce back loans. Um, I couldn't get one with them. There was a huge waiting list. Not their fault. Was the government's fault, really. So, again, you know, how much can we blame them? Uh, but, yeah, we did blame them. Twitter definitely blamed them. Now, their card, their card is quite nice. Um, it doesn't actually fade that badly. It's... um. It's a decent little card, really nice colour as well. So on to Starling, named after, I think, the birds. Green, purple little birds, really cute. You, you can't believe they're in this country, because most birds in this country are quite boring and dull coloured, but they're quite exotic looking. Um, and you see them in there like hundreds sometimes, all over your grass. Cute little Starlings. Uh, Starling, are you like Starling bank? Are you do? Use it for my tracker. So with uh, Starling... It definitely has a lot of things that's better than Tide. Firstly, I believe it is a bank. So it has that FSCS protection. Um, bounce back loans were easy with it. Now, the one thing that kind of annoys me about Starling is their interface. It, I'm looking at it now and it it is technically good. Like it's got the little chart, shows how much is spent. It's got them. But for me, it just hasn't got that timeline I mean, it does have it, but it's so like you have to kind of click on it and then look and then click on it and then look. And to some extent, you know, I think people would actually prefer it to Tide, but it's just not as visual. Um, you can't have custom categories. So in Tide, I have like rent, mortgage, um, illegal fees, uh, council tax, you know, weird stuff we only have in property, maintenance, refurbishments. This only has these standard categories, which to be fair, are kind of the HMRC accounting categories. But I don't give a crap about that. Like that happens on QuickBooks anyway. Like I need to know when I look at this quickly, what is this for? You know, what happened there? So I don't like the interface, although I look at it now and, you know, it's hard to hate it because they've obviously done a great job and they have great, you know, UI engineers who work for them. But it's just not my vibe. Uh, it's just not really... It, it just doesn't work for me visually as much. And the lack of custom categories really annoys me. What if you had an e-commerce business, like, and you wanted to, you know, specifically label things so you could go through really quickly, do your analysis of what you're spending on, understand where you're at. It doesn't really allow you to do that. Um, you know, the kind of general interface in terms of the settings and, you know, is definitely better than Tide. It's the kind of back end, front end is better. The support um, is slower than Tide. But, you know, of the same kind of uh, quality. So, you know, I like Starling. You get partial statements. So, you know, you can you don't have to worry about, you know, kind of dealing with, you know, oh, I can't get proof of funds, blah, blah, blah. Also, you know, they're, they're pretty highly ranked in terms of their service quality. They're in the top three. Um, 
you know, from some independent studies and stuff. So Starlink definitely have a good reputation and a really nice interface. Um, you can also add checks. I mean, who gives checks nowadays? But, you know, you know when your, your granddad's like, here we go, have a check. Here's 20 quid to go buy a toaster with. Um, you can chuck it in here. Uh, would I have my personal account with Starling? Yeah, potentially, but obviously your boy's a Monzo boy. Um, but I really like Starling. Um, you know, bounce back loans, pretty easy with them. Um, you know, I like their, their kind of founder and their story. I think it's different. Uh, it's nice to see diversity as well at that kind of level in tech in London, which is not, you know, that often seen. And I just think they're doing cool things. So for me, if I had to pick Starling or Tide, Oh, you know what is really tricky? It is really tricky. I think I would pick Starling for the fact that they're a bank and they're a bit more official and they're kind of, I suppose they're well more well-funded and I know that they're going to do better than Tide. Or I think they are. But really, for me, Starling for flips, Tide for holding. Uh, and why not have two different bank accounts? You know, you, you get different benefits, different pros and cons. Starling also has this, their card is quite nice, actually, purple, purple card. But Starling has spaces, which is interesting. I think it kind of helps you save money. Um, but I mean, you know, the interest rate in there is obviously basically nothing. Um, but yeah, that that's my review of both. I mean, look, download both the apps, create an account. It doesn't, doesn't take long to do. Both, by the way, can only take, sorry, should only take a few minutes. Download them both, uh, see what you think, you know. A lot of it is going to be your personal preference. They are both very good. But for me, Starling definitely has an edge, which I hate to say because I'm all about how it looks and how it feels to use. But Starling definitely has an edge. Any questions on this, please send me an Instagram DM. I do tend to answer all of them. Maybe not right away, but I do tend to answer them. I'm also looking forward to starting my mastermind. I've got 15 epic committed people and that's actually starting well tomorrow from when I'm recording this. So people don't forget to check out my e-learning and my book on Amazon and my second book, it's going to be published very, very soon. Amazon is just sending me the proof copy. Once I've read it and corrected it, it will be up, well, I don't know, a week or two from today. If you like this podcast, connect with Tej on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube for more great content.